I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am really excited to bring you this episode because everybody has been requesting that I cover this topic and it's a little outside the norm for me. Typically, I am talking about business topics here, but what I found with the topic of anxiety is that It is actually something that is very common in our businesses, no matter what is going on, but particularly right now, it seems extra heightened just in society in general. A lot of people are experiencing a higher level of anxiety than they're used to experiencing right now. And as somebody who experiences chronic anxiety, basically my brain is always offering up anxiety to me every day. I have learned a lot of tips and tricks and techniques that help me to manage it. And I really want to share those with you today. This was a requested episode from my listeners due to the coronavirus situation right now, but these tips are relevant and applicable all the time in our lives and businesses. So if you're somebody who's listening to this years in the future and coronavirus only is existing in history books instead of a current pandemic, this is still going to be really relevant to you and your business and your life. Most likely the anxiety that has come up for you during this particular time is anxiety that's come up before in other situations. So the work that you do now to learn to manage your anxiety will help you in the future as well. This can be a good training ground for learning how to deal with it in the future in other situations. On this episode, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on managing anxiety as somebody who experiences anxiety on a daily basis, regardless of what is going on, as someone who has a master's degree in counseling and has studied anxiety from that perspective, a clinical perspective, and as a life coach who has helped many clients with their anxiety using coaching tools. Anxiety can be treated with techniques and it can be treated with medication. And I wanted to touch on that a little bit at the beginning of this episode for those who are wondering my stance on this and um, just for some guidance or some thoughts on this. I think about medication like a supplement. This is how I was taught and trained when I was studying counseling. This is the perspective that I was given from my professors, and I love it as somebody who has used medication before. Sometimes our bodies or our brains need supplementation to reach a normal level of functioning, a healthy level of functioning, This is not a problem. 
Right now, I am somebody who takes a lot of supplements for my hormones and for my health, and I just think that is not a problem. My body functions in a certain way that creates symptoms and um, health issues that I don't like, and supplementation helps me to handle that. And I think the same about any kind of medication that we're using, whether it's for physical or mental health. Okay. In my experience, medication has helped me to manage my brain better in times where the techniques were not enough. So if I were trying to coach myself and I just couldn't get myself to get there, medication helps me to have more control over my brain. It doesn't replace my self-coaching work. It helps me get there. If that makes sense. Just like when I have a migraine, Things like resting, a cold cloth over my eyes, electrolyte drinks, and peppermint oil help. The pain medication I take makes it all work better. So if you try the techniques that I talk about here on the episode today and you're still struggling, reach out to your doctor to talk about what's going on for you and your options. So here's how I think about anxiety. I think of it as two levels. One feels more like fear and worry in advance. So thinking about the future and having fear and worry about it. And one is heightened and it causes a more intense physical reaction in your body. So if you can think about things that you are afraid of, if you have had to face those, like for instance, if you're really afraid of public speaking and you've had to give a speech in front of other people. The feeling that you would feel leading up to that is that more heightened, intense physical reaction where your hands are sweating and your heart is racing and maybe your stomach is churning and it's feeling like a lot, a really intense physical reaction versus just kind of worrying about something that might happen in the future. That's how I think about different levels of anxiety. Here's what you need to know about the human body. We are actually wired for anxiety. We are wired for survival, and that means wired for anticipating and finding risk and avoiding it. And we experience anxiety today in modern life about non-threatening things from public speaking to thinking about dying or getting sick as if they were life-threatening in that moment. Anxiety is a survival mechanism that hasn't caught up with modern life. Kind of like this, our fingers and our toes prune up in water And that was meant to give us some grip to help us climb out of a river. If we fell into a river back in the ancient times, anxiety is very similar. Anxiety is meant to help us sniff out danger in advance and be able to avoid it. And that fight, flight, freeze response was meant to help us respond to danger in the moment to be able to survive. So now that you're super clear on why we have anxiety, what's going on in our body, I want to share with you some of my favorite techniques for managing anxiety. 
First, I want you to know this. Anxiety is a feeling and it can help to understand what creates our feeling. Most of us grow up thinking feelings just happen to us or that situations trigger our feelings. But feelings actually aren't something outside of us. Feelings are within us and we do create them even if we don't realize that we do. A lot of times it happens so quickly that we don't even recognize how we are in control, but our feelings are created by our thoughts and learning to manage what you think about is the most powerful way to handle your anxiety. One of the ways that I do this is when I'm feeling anxious, I write out all of my thoughts on paper and then go back through and circle the facts. When I'm feeling anxiety, there are few facts on this list and a lot of made up drama and speculation and freaking out. My anxiety comes mostly from irrational thoughts that are not backed up by the facts at all. I actually notice a lot of anxiety when things are going well. And I have irrational thoughts about how it's all going to fall apart and go away. Something my life coach does with me a lot that I absolutely love when I'm kind of stuck in this spiral is that she'll ask me to prove to her why my thoughts are true. And as soon as I try to find actual proof in facts, it all falls apart. And it's almost like I can't even hold on to those thoughts anymore because they just poof, disappeared. So you can do the same thing in your journal. You can keep asking yourself, why, why, why? Another thing that you can do is introduce the real facts if you don't have a lot of facts on your own. So when this first began, I sought out a lot of facts to give context to what I was seeing being reported. So I was hearing, you know, certain numbers of people dying and that kind of thing. And while those numbers seemed large, thousands of people, I also had this question, what is a normal amount of people to die? I don't know if you've looked this up, But I did, and what I discovered is this. In the world, just on a regular day, 150,000 people die on average, just on a regular day in the world. Isn't that crazy? That is a lot of people. And I guess that's not a lot in the context of 8 billion, but I feel like our brains can't really wrap around 8 billion What I really liked was being able to compare the news that I was seeing to this number, this factual number. It's given me a lot of perspective when I am faced with headlines and that kind of thing. Another way to work through your anxious thoughts is to get specific about what you're afraid of. This is the opposite approach from looking at the facts So there's one way where you go in through looking at the facts and there's the other way where you go all the way to the worst case scenario that you are fearing and let your brain get really clear on what that is, on how you'd feel and on how you deal with it. 
I think a lot of times our anxiety is coming when we don't have that clarity about what we're even afraid of. It's very vague in our mind. So getting very specific about what it is can be so helpful. What I find when I go to the worst case scenario is that it's either something that's very unlikely to happen, which allows my anxiety to fade away, or it's something that I can handle and then the anxiety also fades away. And often it's both something unlikely to happen and something that I could handle. Our anxiety gets worse when we're resisting it or resisting looking at the worst case scenario when we're staying in that vague resistance space. It's the difference between a thought of all my clients are going to quit and my business is going to fall apart and I'll have no money and feeling the anxiety of that versus if all my clients quit, I'll go get more because I know how to get clients. It's not necessarily denying that it's a possibility that that thing could happen, but it's acknowledging, oh, I know exactly what I would do. I know how to handle that. It allows you to find your ownership and your power to solve problems no matter what. Instead of thinking that there's some time in the future where you're going to be completely powerless to solve your problems. My favorite go-to method for managing anxiety in the heat of the moment, like if I can't sit down and journal and do these exercises, is breathing. When we feel fear, we often stop breathing. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but we take a breath in and then we hold it and we're not exhaling. When I notice anxiety, I will always remind myself to take deep breaths. When I'm experiencing intense anxiety, I use a method called square breathing. This is how you do it. You breathe in to the count of four. Then you hold that breath for the count of four again. You breathe out to the count of four, and then you hold for the count of four. Repeat that several times in a row, and you're going to feel that your heart rate slows down. Exhaling a deep breath lowers your heart rate, and it brings endorphins to your brain and allows you to feel better. This is a trick that I really mastered back when I was having a lot of health issues after my first baby was born. I was having high blood pressure. I was having all kinds of um, anxiety and other issues. And this technique helped me so much with all of those things. And it's actually something I still use, the deep breathing in and deep breathing out, when I'm getting my blood pressure taken, I noticed that I would get really nervous about that and psych myself out. Like just with the squeezing on my arm, I'm sure a lot of you are like really laughing at me right now, but that used to make me really anxious. So I would just be getting more and more nervous about it. And then my blood pressure would be higher. And now I really focus on breathing when I'm at the doctor and it's not a problem at all. And I can even like notice how it brings it down when I am breathing. So don't forget to breathe. Allow yourself to feel better 
by remembering to breathe. In a time like the current pandemic, where there's fear and anxiety everywhere, another thing to keep in mind is that your brain is looking for new thoughts. When there's uncertainty and confusion, your brain wants to find certainty and clarity. It wants to know what to expect and what's coming next. Remember, it's trying to find that danger in advance to protect you. So it's going to want to seek out the thoughts and opinions about that from outside of yourself. I'm seeing this right now with people who are becoming almost compulsive in their need to check the news and social media for new thoughts to give them answers to their questions. I'm even seeing it in myself right now. I'm noticing that I have this urge to ask my husband, should I be worried right now? Of course, he doesn't have any more answers than I do. We're all just doing the best we can with the information we have available right now. So something that I've chosen to do is really limit the amount of other thoughts that I'm introducing into my brain that aren't going to inspire me towards my goals and creating the life and the business that I want to have. I've taken the Facebook app off my phone. I already had Newsfeed Eradicator on Facebook on my computer. So now I don't have any access to seeing the feed anywhere. And I can only see Facebook when I'm intentionally going on it for work. And then I can only see the groups that I am running and that I am a part of or whatever I search and try to find. So I really encourage you to consider limiting how much you're taking in. I already didn't watch the news. I've stopped listening to news podcasts. As you might know, I'm a total political junkie. I've stopped listening to all of my favorite political podcasts right now because everything is pandemic speculation and news and updates and intensity right now. And I've decided that anything I really need to know, I will find out another way. It will come to me. And so far, this has absolutely been true. The school district emails and texts with updates. And when our state went on shelter in place, I got a notification on my phone. I haven't needed to know anything else. I'm staying home. I'm staying safe. Our brains would really like to offer that we need more information to stay safe. But what if we really don't need all of the details to be safe? What if it's okay to know less details about the situation to be able to feel better and be mentally healthier? Just want to offer that up to you. One more thing that has helped me a ton all of the time, but also right now, is getting outside as much as possible. This is so important with all anxiety, not just right now. Get outside in the sun, go on a walk in your neighborhood or on a trail near your house. I've been making more of an effort than I did before to get out on the trail near our house and walk to get the fresh air and the sunshine and the exercise. I've been sitting outside more often. And this is so funny. 
I have gotten sore from a two mile hike near our house. So I know my body was so overdue for physical activity and I'm grateful that I'm getting this reminder to prioritize it. Also, Get out with your family. Something that I have loved seeing over the past few weeks is seeing entire families out for bike rides and walks together during the day, being outside playing together every day of the week. This time is offering a lot of us opportunities that we never have had before, and taking advantage of them can help you get through this feeling great. Finally, I want to offer that you have grace and compassion for yourself. Don't beat yourself up for however you are feeling right now. And also, don't make how you're feeling right now a problem. Don't have anxiety about your anxiety. It's okay to be disappointed, grieving, confused. And it's also okay if you're feeling neutral or even enjoying some of the things that have come up with this change. I've seen a lot of people have shame about not feeling bad right now too. Nothing you're feeling is a problem. Take time to take care of yourself. Prioritize and nurture your mental health, and you will leave this period of your life and our history as a society with more skills for managing your mental health, for techniques to feel better all of the time. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 